0: Hello listeners, it's Jennifer James of the Common Mystics Podcast. If you're wondering how to tap into your own Spideys, I've got great news for you. The first ever Common Mystics online class will be offered virtually in February 2024. The Psychic Clares is a five-part workshop designed to awaken your psychic senses and provide you with the feedback and tools you need to take them to the next level. For more information on the Common Mystics Psychic Clares Workshop, email us at commonmystics at gmail.com and include the subject line, Psychic Workshop. And now, on to the show. On this episode of Common Mystics, we get into the spirit of the season and talk about Christmas carols. I'm Jennifer James.
1: I'm Jill Stanley. We're psychics.
0: We're sisters. We are common mystics. We find extraordinary stories in ordinary places. But today, we are talking about the history of caroling. (sighs) Jennifer. Hi, Jill. How are you?
1: You know, honestly, I'm okay. Okay. But we're going to save my more details on that until the detours because I have a lot to say. Yeah. And um, if you guys are feeling a little bah humbuggy and want to throw a punch many of people, please join us at Detours.
0: Jill. Jill, you always want to throw a punch at someone year round.
1: I know, but there are Don't more people. Don't make it people. about Christmas. There are more. <laughs> <laughs> but there are more people now. There are more people in my fucking way. And you know what else? Oh, Lord. Do you want to know what else? Okay. You know, like the jinglers outside the store yes, asking for like money? Salvation Army. Yeah. Yeah, and used to be like, oh, I don't have cash with me. I'm so sorry. Now they're like, here, I have a cell phone that you can rent. And I'm like, oh, you fucking dick. Now I'm like talking about my yearly budget and like how I can't afford to give to every needy child Jill, this Jill, why don't you just walk past? Because they like go in front of you. They're like, ring, ring,
0: ring. And you're like, "Uh." <laughs> All right. Thank you for putting together this outline on the history of caroling.
1: Oh, you're welcome. People
0: might not know, but but Christmas carols were big in our house growing up.
1: I do like Christmas carols. <laughs> Chad's over it. We Chad like Chad gets angry at me when I'm just like Fa-la-la-la-la. he's like shut up, turn it off. I'm over this. I
0: think there are two reasons from my perspective, and I'm I'm eager to hear yours. But there are two reasons that in our house as kids, Christmas caroling was big. And one of the reasons is because we didn't have a lot of money. So mom would dress us up, put us in a line, and put us in front of our grandparents and be like, this is your gift. Sing for them. Remember? Oh, wow. So we would always, like, sing. We would always sing Grandma's Favorite, right? The Little, little Drummer, drummer boy. boy. And we we had our, our, our itinerary, and we would we would mm-hmm. sing for our grandparents. I didn't know aunts.
1: that was— That was a gift. I didn't know that was in lieu of our—well, that. Well, the mom— Oh, bless her yeah, that soul! Was their what a gift. thrifty woman. So, um, so things. that happened,
0: but also because oh, all of us went to Catholic school for at least a period of time, and at our school we had a Christmas pageant every year where they would use like the stage either in the church or in the gym, and. Every grade, it was like four hours long, and every grade would like walk up there in single file and like sing, and the piano teacher would play the piano, and mm-hmm. and so that was that was big. That was big. Like the buildup was big. We all had our our sheet we music. We had to buy new clothes. We brought our sheet music home. We sheet practiced. Music. Right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that is something singing together and specifically Christmas carols were big in our house.
1: And we would randomly like sit because in our household, we weren't allowed in the living <gasps> yes. room. The front, the front room of our house was reserved for important people, which was not right. Us. And it was always <laughs> clean and it was always really well decorated. And so we would like at night, the house would a glow from the inside out. And so we used to sit in the living room, although we at, weren't supposed to. At Christmas to, time. And mm-hmm. at Christmas time and sing Christmas carols.
0: Right. So did you have a favorite
1: from childhood? I do have a What's favorite. your favorite Christmas carol? From childhood? Well, yeah, from childhood. Like like the one, yeah,
0: that used to sing.
1: Angels We Have Heard on High. Oh, that's a good
0: one. That's a good one.
1: I love that one. I really, really love that one. And We Three Kings is fun, although you can't meow it. We Three Kings is fun. Yeah.
0: All right. So, anyway, so I'm really happy. What's yours? I really like Oh Holy Night, but I can't sing it. Like, I don't have the range, Mm -hmm. but to hear someone else sing it, it just gives me goosebumps every time. I think it's just a beautiful song.
1: The song that I will forever associate with you is um, Chestnuts Roasting Over an Open Fire, <laughs> and I know you hate yeah, it. Yeah, I do. But hate that it was like your big eighth grade, <laughs> like, <laughs> like standout performance that oh, you did the yes, solo. I did do a solo yeah, solo. It, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's embarrassing. And I
1: remember that being a little. Anywho,
0: so the Chris, the history, the history of caroling. Shall we talk about it?
1: I wrote a whole yes, outline about yes, it. I'm sure So did. glad you asked.
0: Last year's Christmas episode was about how Christmas traditions were actually borrowed from other ancient cultures over time. Remember that one? Would you
1: believe it?
0: And so this is a nice follow-up to that, I think. So according to UK's University of Plymouth, a carol is a song or hymn with the theme of Christmas, traditionally sung during the surrounding Christmas holiday season. Now... Carols have been sung for thousands of years, right? True. Um, In Europe is where they started, but Mm -hmm. the earliest ones weren't Christmas carols as we know them today.
1: You know what? What? I found out during the research that it wasn't just Christmas carols. They sang all the time for like every season's holiday, and Christmas carols just won out as like, this is the jolly time of year, we're going to sing it all year round. But there's like... There's Halloween carols, there's Thanksgiving, like all kinds of carols, like harvest carols. Right. You're talking about pagan,
0: right? Like pagan carols? Or are you talking about Christian traditions when you talk about year-round caroling?
1: You know, it's funny that they're so closely related, but either, to be completely honest with you, both.
0: So a lot of scholars believe that the that christmas originated from an ancient roman pagan festival that happened around the winter solstice called saturnalia and saturnalia was a festival all about honoring the god saturn of course who was an agricultural god so i mean that would make sense
1: totally right
0: like you want a good harvest next year you better start paying your dues now yeah. to saturn
1: Right. Be like, we loved you. We had a good harvest. Everything was great. Remember me next year. Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So and it's believed that many of the Christmas traditions that we know and celebrate today, like hanging wreaths, lighting candles, having feasts and exchanging gifts, actually started with Saturnalia celebrations because they were so close in date and time of year. And early Christianity turned this pagan solstice tradition into a celebration for Christmas and gave people Christian songs to sing.
1: Some of them are really bad, but let's go into the roots. Let's get early roots.
0: So the very, very first Christmas carol or Christmas song is one that's basically unknown today, and it was called Angel's Hymn, and it dates back to the year 129. Mm-hmm. A Roman bishop said that Angel's hymn, that song, should be sung at a Christmas service in Rome. And this is the oldest Christmas carol, according to sources. I like it. Yeah. I wasn't able to find it online. Like, the There's actual song. Do you know what I mean? Like, someone singing it.
1: Yeah. Or uh, an orchestra playing it.
0: Right. Actually, I didn't look. Yeah. I'm lying. Should I do a quick search? Should we look? Yes, I yeah, think you
1: should. Should. I think you should because, you know, you, there's like five people out there being like, well, I just looked it up right now. It's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Wait. What's it called? Angel's Hymn. Angel's
1: Hymn. Angel's Hymn. There's a lot of bad Christmas carols that I just hate. Mary, did you know that's a terrible one? All right. You know what? Because she was the first to know. We, I think we, we already talked terrible. about that. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Simply having a wonderful Christmas. Why did you set? have to put like that, that in that my head? I Paul McCartney should know
0: better. That is you know, unforgivable. Thank you. For he's you. a beetle a He's beetle. a Beetle
1: and uh And he, he, he made that. The, he made that. The best known <laughs> collaborative songwriting duel he is a part of and yet he gives us that ch- you know what he, it was like he like dug through his trash because he had a deadline that's what happened <laughs> well we can't relate that to that literally <laughs> where's that carol outline we put together <laughs> angel's hymn you say tell me other bad christmas carols why i do this
0: I don't like Last Christmas by Wham. I feel like George Michael should be in that league with Paul McCartney who should have known better. I love that song. You do?
1: I do. I don't like it. I do. I
0: don't like it.
1: I don't like it. I found it. You know
0: why I don't like it? Because he's whiny. Why you got to give me a whiny-ass Christmas song? That is not the spirit of the season.
1: Hold on. Sounds kind of scary. (laughs) Okay, it sounds like the beginning of the Exorcist. I can't
0: hear it on my end. I trust you.
1: You can't hear this?
0: No, that's the Angel's Ham. It's it sounds like (laughs) the theme song from the Exorcist,
1: it does. And I got this from Opus Drama Promotus Trailers. I don't know. (laughs) All right,
0: forget it. No, no, leave it. It's on YouTube. Okay, well, you can find. Apparently, yeah. you can find it yeah. on YouTube. Good for you. Jill. It sounds
1: scary. Okay, it sounds All right. scary. Moving
0: on. That's the first Christmas Carol. So back in the day, Christmas carols weren't actually very popular with the people because they were written and sung in Latin, as you know, and Latin was a language that not everybody could understand. And as a result, most Mm -hmm. common people didn't really have an interest in caroling during the Middle Ages. However, over time, composers all over Europe started writing Christmas carols that were more enjoyable in people's native tongues and easier for everyone to understand. Mm. How inclusive! Now back in the 9th and 10th centuries, northern European monasteries came up with the idea of turning the Christmas hymn into a bunch of rhymed stanzas. They wanted to make them more catchy.
1: Mhm. I can see mm-hmm. that. What's a Christmas carol that's a rhymed stanza?
0: So, a little town of Bethleh- Bethlehem has stanzas that rhyme. I think most oh, okay. most of the that's ones, one. most of the ones that we sing now are rhymed stanzas.
1: Okay. I can see that. Silent night O Kamali faithful, they're apparently they're they're saying that those are rhymes,
0: rhyme stanzas. stanzas. Yeah, so I think most mm-hmm. of the ones we sing now, it's the older ones okay. that didn't have rhyming stanzas,
1: the ones that sound like the beginning of the apparently. Answers. Okay, go on.
0: Now I I have to to tell you this. All right.
1: Then I don't know why you're gonna say like it sounds like I know like my version of the outline doesn't have anything risque coming up so why it's not risque me? it's just this tickles <laughs> the me way you're saying then
0: in the 12th century so like the 1100s the a Parisian mm-hmm. monk so a monk a, a mm-hmm. French monk from Paris
1: ooh I was waiting for you to fancy. say we oui, we. Oui. Mm-hmm.
0: Monk Adam of Saint Victor started getting inspiration for music from popular songs, and that's how we got something more like the traditional Christmas carols. So first, they started to add the rhymes in, then they started to borrow popular tunes. Why? Why is your mouth I'm open? So,
1: okay, because I was I printed the outline and. At the end of the outline, there was this really stupid, ridiculous song. And I was like, I didn't put this stupid, ridiculous song in this outline. And then I'm like, where did she get this stupid, ridiculous song from? And here it is, here Jennifer. It is. Please share with the folks this stupid, ridiculous song that. Um, the Parisian monk Adam of St. Victor put did for us. He
0: didn't. I added it because it's one of the oldest <gasps> Christmas carols. This isn't carol. even his. No. I added this oh my because God. it's one of the oldest Christmas carols. We are both talking about the friendly beasts, okay? It's circa 12, the 12th century AD. So it's right around the same time. And I thought, I, I looked at oldest.org for the eight oldest Christmas carols, and this one made the list. Now, why do I bring it up? Because you know this song. Uh, because it's terrible. Because you know No, this, I do not. You know this
1: song. I do not okay, know this song. think back. Friendly Beast. St. Bernardine School. Friend- I don't our know. Our sister
0: no. Jessica's grade. <gasps> she was the donkey. No. Kind and good. She was shaggy no. and brown. Yes. She was shaggy and brown and kind <laughs> and good. Look at it. Jesus, our brother, kind and good, was humbly born in a stable of wood. And the friendly beasts around him stood. Jesus, our brother, kind and good. You remember this? They all had, like, faces. Keep going. I'm getting <laughs> choked up. <laughs> I said the donkey, shaggy and brown. I carried his mother uphill and down. I ca- and she. he seems so happy about it, too, but that would suck. I cool. carried him <laughs> safely to Bethlehem town. I said the donkey shaggy and bright. You don't remember singing? This is Jessica's grade. Jessica, they were all like lined up and they all had these like donkey faces. There was a cow. There was a sheep. I'm almost positive she was the donkey. Okay. Then in the 14th century, there was another big change in the history of Christmas carols. Franciscan friars who followed St. Francis of Assisi came up with the first ever traditional Christmas carols. O Kamali faithful love it purportedly dates back to the 13th century and is also That's one of the oldest one. that is a great one and these new carols spread to France and Spain and Germany and other European countries
1: this is what i told you from for a period of time the carols were attached to any season oh, any season Jennifer. Wow. there was harvest carols there were may like may day carols all kinds of carols but the christmas carol survived mm. The rest of the year's carols died out. Yeah,
0: I can see that.
1: I think that that's pretty cool.
0: Right. And the, at, back in the day, they used to sing and dance in a circle with their hands linked together when they
1: sang. <laughs> okay. I don't know why in a circle, but that does feel very pagan. It does. and I, ca- I kind of like the I mean, idea. I can see
0: I it. Kinda like I kind of like it. I can kind
1: of see it. I can se- kind of see it.
0: Yeah, but the dancing was faded out. Over time.
1: It's probably for the safety of.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, germs spreading, too. They must have, they must have, you know, made that connection at some point. That if someone's, you know. Yeah. That's how germs spread by being around other people.
1: Right. We didn't, we didn't live through the first pandemic. One of many.
0: There are many popular Christmas carols with pagan references. Did you know? I
1: did know. And one of them is
0: Deck the Halls.
1: Let me tell you about this, okay? Song, please, because that's the best song, because it's fun. <laughs> la 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 la, la yeah, la the follow-laws make it for sure. Okay. So the tune has been around since like the 1500s. Cool. The lyrics, the lyrics that we sing today, were like rewritten in 1862. Okay. And this is a popular Christmas song, like Christmas carols that we sing, right? right. But. But, Jennifer. Yes, tell me. I'm about ready to blow your mind. Tell me. So, it really is a song that originated around Halloween time in the Welsh tradition. Oh, now, in Wales. In Wales. Wow. So, I cannot say the name of the festival or, <laughs> or the song because um, many reasons. Right. One, we I can't read. Don't Two, speak. I am not Welsh. <laughs> and I don't want to insult any of our friends on the other side of the pond. So... Just know that this tradition and this song started around Halloween, which we know is the pagan New Year.
0: Wow. So
1: Crazy. Right? So they wrote the songs with the lyrics about the time of year of the coming of the winter and the coming of the new year that we took and then applied it to the Christmas time.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cheeky.
1: Yeah. And the tradition of celebrating Christmas with the Christmas songs, as we've discussed previously, mm-hmm. became bigger and more sustainable than celebrating like Halloween songs. Yeah. No kidding. So they just transferred it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So there are references to. Tr- so in the song, Deck the Halls, one of the lines is troll the ancient Yuletide carols and don your gay apparel. It's not what you think. Yes. It's not what you think. I hope it is, though. <laughs> so, and... and
1: um, these, I'm a community supporter. These
0: lyrics suggest that the celebration isn't strictly Christian. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. So last year when we were doing, like, obvious deep dives into why we celebrate this time of mm-hmm. year, this is indicators further than that. Oh. Things that we do and say today that reference back to those pagan roots. Tell me about them. Tell me about well, them. Well, to deck like deck the halls is it doesn't mean to punch you it c- doesn't mean to throat punch yes
0: that it does depending on okay. depending on your family at christmas time mm-hmm. but it also mm-hmm. means to adorn so pretty much decorate right decorate your halls mm-hmm. or decorate your house right and that comes from yeah. middle dutch the verb don don we now our gay apparel means do you know what it means to me. put on to so get dressed like don your shoes oh yeah yeah, mm-hmm. I can see mm-hmm. that. And that's from the 12th century. Troll. Troll the ancient Yuletide carols. Troll. What's a troll, Jill? What does it mean to troll?
1: Nowadays, it means to have no face on the internet and put little nasty reviews on people's podcasts. That's true. I don't think we deserve that's that. That's
0: true. <laughs> it, uh, yes. it's. It could also be a little monstery beast, right? Mm-hmm. Under the bridge, under the bridge. Yes, Exactly. But mm-hmm. in this context, to troll means to sing in a full rolling voice. Hmm. I can do that. Yeah.
1: I can troll. Dates,
0: dates back to the 1500s. Yeah, cool. That
1: is cool. Mm-hmm. And
0: Yuletide. It also, by the way, to troll derives from a hunting term, meaning to look for game in a wandering fashion.
1: Oh, my god! That's gosh. so cool, right? But that's way you cool. That's what you'd be doing in the winter that is what you would be doing in the winter and then yuletide
0: yuletide is now a synonym for like the christmas season in general but in mm-hmm. a more narrow sense it it refers to the 12 days of christmas usually counted from christmas on december 25th to the arrival of the three kings if you're going uh, if you're going with the christian tradition right
1: Right. But before right. the
0: arrival of Christianity, Germanic pagans, including the ancestors of English Christians, celebrated the winter solstice as the Yule, and the Yule log represented the renewal of the sun. Right? So mm-hmm. that it's it's a big a big log that you would light on fire, right? And mm-hmm. to keep your home warm.
1: Right. And as we discussed last year, we keep saying that, but the Yule the Yule season started on December twenty first and ran to the first of the year in the pagan and they tradition. would keep in the pagan tradition and they would keep the Yule the Yule tide burning right. and people would just come for twelve days to like hang out and like eat drink and be festive
0: right very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Holly and the Ivy, I don't know this song.
1: Do I know this song? I don't, I'm not familiar, I mean, I know of it, but it's not like a go-to for me. I like hear it over like the Menard speaker. Yeah, sure. After you hear, save big money and menard. Mm-hmm. The
0: melody for this mm-hmm. popular carol is an old English folk song, and the lyrics date to at least the early 18th century. But the sacred symbol of Holly and Ivy extend even further back into medieval England. Did you know this?
1: I did not know this. So, and we still decorate with holly and we ivy. Sure do. Like today, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, tell me why we do that. So, before Christianity, the pre-Christians
0: used holly and ivy in human traditions because they stay green all year, mm-hmm. even in the dead of winter. They are still a vibrant green, symbolizing everlasting life. And ancient cultures believed that these plants had magical powers to help keep bad spirits away.
1: You always want to keep the bad spirits away.
0: 100%. J.K. Rowling used this idea in the Harry Potter series because Harry's wand is made of holly. Oh. And that's a nod to its reputation for banishing evil.
1: I see what you did there, J.K. Mm-hmm.
0: Decorating with holly dates back to Roman times. And it holds a special significance because it's believed to bring good luck and symbolize immortality. It was customary to present congratulatory wreaths to newlyweds with holly.
1: That reminds me of the tarot card, and the two of, gosh, is it the two of wands where the woman? It looks like the marriage card, and the woman has the wreath on her head.
0: Yeah. Mm Hmm. There are a lot of. Wreaths in the tarot. True. During the festival of Saturnalia, Holly was a cherished gift due to its association with Saturn, the god of agriculture. And in Norse mythology, Holly was linked with Thor, the mighty god of thunder, and people would grow it near their homes as a safeguard against lightning strikes. Wow. How that's, do you like that? That's
1: pretty cool. Early
0: Europeans embraced Holly as a decorative element during their winter solstice festivities. This occasion, the solstice, was marked by the longest night of the year and symbolized the gradual return of the light and the imminent arrival of spring.
1: I love it. Yeah. Do you love Holly more now? I think Holly's a really cute name. It's such a cute name. Isn't that so Mm -hmm. cute? A little Holly cat. Ivy is
0: also a cute name.
1: True. I love ivy. True.
0: Ivy has always been a symbol of eternal life, rebirth, and the spring season. In Roman times, ivy was associated with Bacchus, the Roman god version of Dionysus.
1: And we knew that from the doors.
0: Dionysus was the god of wine and partying. Ivy was a symbol of loyalty and marriage, often used as a crown or in garland. And ivy was used for fancy decorations during ancient festivals. And some cultures saw ivy as a symbol of marriage and friendship, probably because it sticks around so well.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, it holds
0: up. And it's also a sign of good luck and wealth, which early Christians adopted, using it as a reminder to help those in need during the holiday season.
1: I love ivy, just like in general. Like, my in-laws have beautiful gardens, and the bed of their gardens and every one of their gardens is filled with ivy. Yeah. Instead of like mulch, you know what I mean? It covers up and it's something you don't have to like weed or take care of as much. Yeah, it doesn't
0: need a lot of sun. Mm -hmm. And it's a very vibrant green. It's really kind of a miracle plant when you think about it.
1: It's really pretty.
0: Hang in there, guys. We'll be right back. Hi everyone! We are so excited to unveil the first book in our series entitled Common Mystics Present Ghost on the Road Volume 1, Murders and Mysterious Deaths. It's everything you love about Common Mystics and more. It's a retelling of 10 of our favorite
1: stories from our pod with exciting extras. Extras like souvenirs, what we took away from the experience, and what to know if you go if you decide to travel in our footsteps.
0: Pre-order the Kindle edition now. All other formats
1: of the book will be available
0: for purchase at Amazon.com on July 1st, 2023.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: Now back to the show. Have you heard of Oh Christmas
1: Tree? The carol? I have. Do you like it? I know it. Um, I mean, I can, I don't need it, you know? (laughs) I don't need it. It sounds so German
0: like the tune well, the tune is so serious you know it's like a march <laughs> right dun dun it's da dun,
1: dun 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 you know what i mean It's so serious mm-hmm. yeah i would love to see like if there's comedians in germany wouldn't that be fun <laughs> we can look down. i'm like, sure like how would it, how would I'm it be? sure there are comedians in germany yeah but like how what would like you know the, the you know there's rhythm to R- comedy <laughs> i wonder like what the the german comedian's rhythm and timing I be? mean, we could look that up. That's an interesting question. Just. So, oh, Christmas mm-hmm. tree. The Christmas Bet tree. Bet you'd be different. <laughs> Bet you'd sound different.
0: The symbol of the evergreen tree was too strongly rooted in old European religions to be entirely eradicated when Christianity came around. So Christianity hooked onto that and said, all right, we'll use it. Now, oh, Tannenbaum, which Tannenbaum is... Christmas tree in German, or fir tree, is known in English as O Christmas tree, and it is a German Christmas song. Based on a traditional folk song that was unrelated to Christmas, it became associated with the traditional Christmas tree. Didn't know. Interesting. O fir tree is a combination of the tune from an old German folk song, Long Live the Carpenter's Apprentice.
1: (laughs) I'm glad they they modernized it.
0: That makes Mm -hmm. sense because it's not really about a Christmas tree. It's about a carpenter's apprentice. So Mm -hmm. now it makes sense. He's hammering a nail. He's banging in the joint.
1: Yes. Yeah. He's like, you love this tree. You love this tree. You will make it something other and pretty.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. Now, the words were written in 1824 by a school teacher. I can't read these words, Jill.
1: Well, if you can't read them, we're just shit out of luck. <laughs> the,
0: the the words were penned in 1824 by, by a, a German. you're
1: the one of this, of this group who can read, so if it, we'll just leave it
0: there. Fir trees have traditionally been used to celebrate winter festivals, as we know, both pagan and Christian, for thousands of years. And pagans use branches to decorate their homes during the winter solstice. And made them think of spring to come by bringing in the greenery from outside.
1: Mm.
0: Fir trees in Celtic mythology represented truth and honesty, strength, hope, and wisdom. And fir trees, featured in many Celtic traditions, have been carried into the modern European culture.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, Douglas fir, that's the Christmas tree we had last year. A Douglas fir. Mm-hmm. That was
0: a key, Douglas fir was a key species of the Caledonian forest, which covered 95% of modern day Scotland. Mm. So you're saying that the popular trees that we use today in the United States date back to like ancient Scotland? Yeah. That's yeah. freaking cool.
1: And if I remember, the only reason why I know the names of the, the trees is because my husband is smart, mm-hmm. but I remember liking the, because some pine needles are owie and some are soft. Yes. And I think the Douglas fir was like a lighter like green a softer. softer. Yeah, the uh, hard yeah. needles are painful. The long, hard needles? Yeah. No, I can't. Just stepping on them when I was a kid? Ugh.
0: Now, Douglas fir has been popular over time because the straight, tall trunk was a symbolic tower of honesty, truth, and strength. Love it. Okay. Evergreen fir trees remain green throughout the year long after the surrounding deciduous woodlands lose their leaves. And for this reason, the fir, along with other evergreens like holly, were a symbol of hope in a dark winter. Now that makes sense. Totally. Winter traditions in the Celtic culture featured evergreen plants like holly, mistletoe, and the fir tree. And the everlasting nature of the fir tree was a symbol of hope to Celtic people. And was celebrated in winter with the hopes of a fruitful spring to come. Keep going. Now, Romans used fir trees, too, to decorate their homes for the new year. And fir trees were first used as Christmas trees around a thousand years ago in Northern Europe.
1: So what I'm hearing, and tell me if this is how you're interpreting this, is that when the sun goes away and shits dark for a long period of time, people be depressed. Yes. So they did things to remind them that this is temporary and this too shall pass. The sun will come back. Look, we still have these trees, and the this is a sign. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's coming back. Right. Hang in yes. there.
0: Exactly. Nice. Very well summed mm-hmm. up, Jill.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay. Have What's you? What's our next song? Here we come a wassailing.
1: Not my favorite. Not mine either, my favorite. but isn't
0: it about getting drunk at Christmas time? Because I'm in. Yeah, but... I'm in. <laughs> the term,
1: what is it, wassail?
0: I'm asking you.
1: I think it's... Yeah, I, I don't know, Jen. What would you think it is? That's what I'm going with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a teacher. However well, what you do you think it, it is? <laughs> hmm. Use your strategies. The term wassail... I don't know if I'm saying it right, might have come from the old Norse phrase "vesheil," which means be healthy. But most people that sounds like something grandpa would say. Mm. But most people think Doesn't it? not really. But most people think it actually comes from an Anglo-Saxon greeting related to good health. The traditional sense, in the traditional sense, when someone says wasale, the usual response is drink hail, which means drink and be healthy.
1: See, I can totally see grandpa cheering and being like, drink and be he healthy. He used to say,
0: Nazdrovia.
1: Yes, which is Russian for like. Cheers. It's more than that, but yeah. To to your health. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Better. Wasail first appears in English literature in the pagan poem Beowulf.
1: Oh, I did not know this. I only know. – I'm shaking my head at you like, yes, it is. But I only knew it because I did this outline.
0: <laughs> In the following lines, these are the lines from Beowulf. I think Beowulf is like the original English epic poem. Like English literature right? like starts with Beowulf. Like it's a big deal.
1: I. It was a movie and I think <laughs> Angelina Jolie was the witch. That's what I know I, about it.
0: Oh, okay. Right? Um, I don't know. That's not my thing.
1: And the Scottish guy from um, P.S. I Love You was in it. Okay. And that. And he's hot. Um,
0: I did not – I don't know what you're talking about. But here are the lines from this ancient poem. The writer sleepeth, the hero far hidden, no harp resounds. In the courts no wassail as once was heard. Okay. The word was sale I, I kind of have to know if I'm saying it right. Wassail. It's wassail. According to Google, pronounce it's wassail. The word wassail even popped up as a toast right before the Saxon Battle of Hastings kicked off in 1066. Shut up.
1: I know. I knew. As soon as I read that, I was like, Jennifer's going to love it.
0: That's a big year for me.
1: If If the next time I get into a brawl, I'm going to cheer as a wassail and then kick someone's ass
0: According to an Anglo-Norman poet, during the final feast before the battle, he heard someone shout, Rejoice and wassel, Pass the bottle and drink healthy! Drink backwards and drink to me! Drink half and drink empty! Okay, I don't know if I would say that.
1: No, but I would drink. I mean, Now nah, I think that should be our standard cheers now. The Battle
0: of Hastings 1066. That's when, yes. like, the, that's when they say the history of the Western world began. At least that's, that's what I heard deep. in high school from my history teacher. If
1: that got my attention. I'd go with it.
0: <laughs> Wassling is not merely a phrase, a greeting, or a toast. It encompasses so much more, Jill. What more? What more, Jennifer? Wassel encompasses both the act of toasting and the delightful beverage enjoyed during the toast. Fuck yeah! It so does. it means that <laughs> it means the process and the actual drink. Mm-hmm. Today, Wassel has become a beloved holiday drink. I've never had it. Have you?
1: Never, no.
0: Well, now I wonder what's in it. Oh, look! In its oldest versions, <laughs> it's a spiced wine reminiscent of the ancient Roman god
1: <laughs> of an ancient Roman god. It I spelled H Y P O C R A S. <laughs> Hypocris. I mean, again, hypocris, who are you The ancient.
0: I mean, he sounds like a hypocrite. I wonder if he say he like was a do as I say, he not saved. as I do type of God. <laughs> right.
1: You just said he say <laughs> Really? Shakespearean character.
0: OK, so wassail, spiced wine. OK, mm-hmm. yum.
1: Another.
0: Another rendition of wassail, known as Lamb's uh-huh. Wool, is even mentioned by Shakespeare himself in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Traditionally, Wassel was served in a bowl rather than a glass. Okay, I see it. Like
1: punch. Oh. Like punch. Oh, okay. What were you thinking, <laughs> you alcoholic? <laughs> she's like no I've been there whole bowl of wine done it just put your face in it
0: when you get too drunk to like steady your hand
1: a trough (laughs) like
0: a trough it's for you and your friends
1: (laughs) sharing's caring oh my god (laughs) <laughs> Traditionally,
0: wassail was served in a bowl rather than a glass, and people would dip their bread into it or float toasted bread on top. Okay, you lost me.
1: Oh, no. No, no. 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 Double dip? No, 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 no. Be like, I get your nasty, crusty bread out of my wine. No, don't do that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's like when you
0: dunk your cookie in the milk, and then you have a bunch of debris in your milk. You're gonna have a bunch well, of like actually, debris in the first wine. First of all, if
1: I drank milk, that's how I would drink it with the cookie debris.
0: Okay, I I, I lost you. You all right? Forget it. Bread you said cookie, bread, and then I
1: went bread.
0: You're gonna dip your bread in your wine. Oh wow, that
1: sounds so like Christian. I'm not. Oh my god! Now it does, <laughs> Jennifer. We're supposed to be doing that every Sunday. Oh God, <sighs> Jesus, forgive me. <laughs> okay,
0: but Wassel,
1: that's exactly. I know we are bad. <laughs> we are. bad. Bad Catholics. Such bad Catholics. Here we are. Here, like, wow, that's like the whole mystery of our faith. <laughs> that's like the re- like the whole thing. That's the whole thing. We dip the bread in I the know, wine Jill. and we eat it every Sunday. We're, what we're, we're supposed, supposed to. to, but not our heathen asses. And we didn't even get the reference.
0: No, we didn't. Not until just now. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed wow. of myself. I I wow. still wouldn't do it though. Like I wouldn't have a bowl of wine and dip my bread in it.
1: Well, it's not like really for the holiday, bread. huh? I'm just saying, like, when I, it's it's a wafer. Yeah, I it's know. A I know, but it, it,
0: I'm talking about, like, in tradition, it was bread, bread. Yeah, and it yeah. was a bowl no, of wine, sure. wine. You know what I mean? And you dip yeah. your bread, bread, in the wine, wine, that's a and mess. In the wine, wine. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess, mess.
1: Why? Just why? Yeah, there's no reason just for that. Enjoy your wine. Butter the bread, enjoy your wine.
0: Okay. But wassail is not just about the drink and the phrase, it is also a a verb to go wassailing, Jill, to go wasseling.
1: So, go drink I don't know. Go out drinking it. We're going to go in tonight.
0: Julie, <laughs> you wastle every night, just about.
1: I wassle. I'm going to wastle the <laughs> fuck out of that.
0: <laughs> um, this intriguing tradition likely has a fascinating pay- pagan origin, particularly in Western England, where hard cider production is essential. Mm. Every year, people mm-hmm. in this region venture into the orchard with a drink in hand to sing to the spirits of the apple trees. Ah, this pras- practice known as wassailing aims to awaken the trees.
1: Oh, they have to wake up the trees. That's so. I know, cute.
0: and ward off evil spirits. Always, you always have to ward off the always evil spirits. ward off you the evil spirits. You can't forget to do that. Now, sometimes cider soaked bread. Really? Again? Cider-soaked bread is placed in the branches for protection. Mm. That's adorable. The oldest tree in the orchard, <laughs> known as the apple tree man, is also revered during wassailing Okay, that's creepy. So they find the oldest <laughs> apple tree in the orchard and they give it a name, apple tree man.
1: And they and they we, they honor wow, it, with- it is
0: believed that the fertility of the entire orchard stems from this oldest tree, and the oldest tree receives special attention with cider poured onto its roots. That might be killing it actually like that can't be good. maybe it just looks the oldest because y'all are flooding it with liquor. <laughs>
1: First of all, can you imagine me watching someone pour out liquor to the tree? I'd be no. like, "Oh, the tree said, the tree said I should have it." <laughs> I'm feeling the tree now. I had, the tree is sure. I had a conversation with Apple Tree Man, and, and he said he's <laughs> had enough this year. <laughs> Apple Tree Man is a part of AA now. We don't like to talk about it, Anonymous, right? Um, but I do have to tell you that reading <laughs> Apple Anonymous. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, reading this reminds me of some of the early Santeria um, devotions to the, the, the Ochos. They do things like that. This
0: is insane. And I don't know why there isn't a horror movie written about Apple Tree Man. Like, this, this writes itself. I
1: feel like you're being really disrespectful. Apple tree man. Apple tree? The man. oldest he's just, tree, tree spirit in the orchard. Hanging out. He's just chilling. You come, you sing to him, and you give him and you give him wine and bread. I don't understand cider and bread. I don't understand why. I don't know. Why it, are you it ha- goes Why do you have to make apple? It goes dark for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it goes dark. Does it? Doesn't. It goes dark.
1: I love the idea of like you can, first of all, again, you can see how this was taken from around Halloween time. Totally. The harvest. Yeah, totally. Like, right? Yeah. That's number That's cool. one. Number two. I love the idea of going to the forest and singing because grandma used to talk to her plants. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. People are going to think we're crazy if we show up in an apple orchard drunk as fuck and be like, apple tree, man, I love you. <laughs> la, 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 <laughs> does not solely
0: occur in orchards, Jill. Some people take their singing from door to door, reminiscent of a trick-or-treat version of caroling. Shut up right now. Mm-hmm. So you go with sailing. Now, what are you trick or tr- So when you go trick or treating, though, follow me. When you go trick okay. or treating, you're pretty you much door to
1: door and you're people.
0: begging for candy. When mm-hmm. you go wassailing, you're drunk AF. You're going door to door begging for
1: liquor. Is that the concept? If that is, we're totally bringing it back. <laughs> But I think it's like you're singing for something. yeah for payment. Like you're the singers expect some yeah. sort of
0: payment for their songs. But what if they suck? And like I didn't ask you to come to my house, dude. Wow. Do you know what I mean?
1: I always wow. thought that
0: about carolers. Like wow. I did not ask you to come here. Wow. Right.
1: Wow. What have okay? Have have we ever had carolers at our house growing up? No, but Never we've been once. carolers. We I that that's true. That's true, and I enjoy it. Not like
0: on the street, but I remember like some, some sort of
1: for church. Yes, for church. Like walking around the, the block mall, singing or something. I remember walking yes.
0: around a mall.
1: What is wrong? I don't know. What is wrong our upbringing with us?
0: was was fucked?
1: Off. Yeah, it was off. <laughs> it was very very off. Okay. Right. Continue.
0: So uh, I love this. So when you're wassling, you go door to door, i.e., trick or treating, but you're not begging for candy. But you do, as a singer, expect some form of payment for for singing, mm-hmm. and that aligns with the notion that at the holiday season, this is a time when social expectations are relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> so when a drunk group of people come to your house singing, you should welcome them, right? This is a this is mm-hmm. a time of, of social ease. Now, uh, during this time, the less fortunate were granted privileges typically denied to them, including the right to enter the homes of affluent people and indulge in their libations in exchange for a wassailing song or two. Okay, so that's why, like, when you look at old-time decorations or pictures of carolers they're they're oftentimes like shabby
1: mm-hmm. they look
0: shabby Do you know what i mean
1: because yeah. poor people, people yeah
0: homeless people yeah. who would go to rich the rich neighborhoods and mm-hmm. sing and then because it was the holiday time the rich people would let them into their house and give them a drink
1: now to me that's a horror movie
0: i don't know i think apple tree man is the way to go on that i think apple no, tree man I is a better do... concept than this
1: Think about think about like Home Alone where Joe Pesci's dressed up as a cop to be like, oh, I'm just checking mm-hmm. in to make sure everything's okay. Like that's like be like la 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 la, seeing what they got. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Just I seen haven't it. seen Home Alone.
1: You? Well, oh, I've my never God. seen it. You've never seen? Well, you're about twenty three years late.
0: Okay. Probably. More I think than it's that. more. Than it's than really that. good. I know it's more than that.
1: It's really good.
0: And I think I'm like thirty three years late.
1: I I agree with so that. So
0: in in summary. Christmas carols are amazing relics of ancient pagan customs that that have been blended perfectly with our modern-day festivities. Mm. These catchy tunes, sung with so much joy and togetherness, aren't just for your regular holiday tradition – they're like this incredible connection to history, taking us back in time when people celebrated the rhythms of nature with music and dance. Every carol we sing during the holiday season is like a sweet reminder of these old customs, beautifully preserved and passed down through the ages. That's pretty cool, huh?
1: That is way, way, way cool. cool.
0: I love it. So, Thank you for this okay. talk. This outline is oh my God. so good. I love I it. I have
1: questions. I have questions. I have oh. questions. Okay. okay. Yes. So, Christmas carols that we would sing for just for the family and for ourselves. Oh, you mean when it, we were kids? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There was the Advent candle song that I really liked. Oh, it was
0: terrible.
1: I loved it because I had the baby Jesus part and it made me so happy.
0: I don't know if people know that song. It might have been written for school aged children. And it's basically like light- a to do list yeah. for Advent. And it tells you which candle to light when over the I course. It's so dry. I can't believe you love that.
1: I love it. It's like,
0: light the advent candle one. Now our waiting has begun. It's literally a to-do that was list. you
1: That was your verse. Mine was, light the advent candle four. Think of joy forevermore. Birthday candles for the king. Let the hallelujah ring. That was mine. <laughs> okay.
0: You're right. I was number one. You yeah, were number Yeah, you had four. the worst
1: part. I did. you like, so get on with it. <laughs> okay. One, so, and then, um, do you like silver bells?
0: I do like silver bells. Did we sing that one? I like
1: Silver too. If we did, it was bad. It was really
0: bad. I mean, we were bad.
1: So we, oh, Angels, we have heard on high. Oh, we I love sang. It. Oh, come, holy faithful. Yes, we did. Away in the manger. Hark the Herald angels sing. I oh, that's love a great Hark one. the Herald. That's a great one. That's a really mm-hmm. good one. Drummer boy, mm-hmm. what child is this? I don't like that one.
0: I like it because what child is this? You can hear the medieval tune because it used to be Green Sleeves. Which is a song that King Henry, King Henry VIII wrote. Green sleeves. Shut mm. up. Yeah, and so that melody was was used for what? Child is this?
1: I will have to. Yeah. Now I'll have to. You gotta. Yeah, it you gotta, gotta listen
0: to it. And the way that the music goes, it totally sounds like like someone like a jester is playing a lute. You know, when you hear the tune, it's very medieval. That's why I like it.
1: Very cool. I did not know that. Mm. Anything else you want to add? <laughs>
0: Well, the one that I was always elicited to sing was "Lulaję," which is the Polish, love a Polish that. Christmas carol. I just heard it yesterday on Pandora. I was listening to. Can a Christmas, you
1: sing it a little bit? I, I'm Honestly, so bad, and
0: we have please, Polish people please, listening, Jennifer, and please, I don't speak Polish. Please, it's just.
1: Please, <laughs> it just goes. Please,
0: no, I can't.
1: No, Jennifer, I have a sore please, throat. I can't. Please, no. Jennifer, Stop whining. please. No, no one why are you expects begging you me? to be Lady Gaga because you're not giving me anything for Christmas <laughs> and I want this to be my gift.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jennifer,
0: No, you have the, to. No, a lot of people are going to hear please. this. Please. They're going to no, like they're it. Not. They're going to be
1: like, wow, Yes, they are. They like us meowing. They, people like us meowing. You don't think they're going to like you singing Lula All right, Ridge. people...
0: Number one, that's not what I said. Number two, (laughs) number two, the people who don't like us meowing are just nice people who aren't coming back and saying, you two are so stupid.
1: Can you – okay. Please tune out now if you don't want to hear Jennifer, but Jennifer, sing it. Just like one – Okay, just like one bar. Yes. Yes. All right.
0: I'm
1: going to stop there. Oh, it was so cute and it reminds me of grandma I so know, much. Grandma. I know it's such a because she would sway and tap her little face fi- yes yeah, so cute thank you for oh, that oh you're welcome mm. alright okay, are we so done I, I'm, I'm, I'm done <laughs> embarrassing
0: myself again oh, in public for oh, another
1: year
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: <laughs> yes yeah, so let's tell the people where we can find where, where we can find <laughs> the people Jennifer where, we find where the are people? these people you tell them Oh, you guys, check us out on our website, commonmystics.net. Find us on all our socials at Common Mystics Pod. Please listen, like, subscribe, and download wherever you're hearing your favorite podcasts.
0: What else should I say after that? Thank you for a, a fantastic 2023. We love you. We appreciate you. Please keep telling your friends about us and email us your comments, suggestions, questions, and more. Love you lots.
1: Love you. Bye. Bye. This has been a Common Mystics Media production. Editing done by Yokai Audio, Kalamazoo, Michigan.